Hey friends, welcome to the Family House Message of the Week podcast. This is Pastor Jason, lead pastor at Family House Fellowship in Cedar Park, Texas. At Family House, we are a family of faith growing towards wholeness in Jesus Christ, heart, mind, and strength, and helping others towards that same wholeness, impacting not only this generation, but future generations. We would love for you to check out more about us on our website. It's familyhousecp.org. Also, you can follow us on social media in all the places, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We are at FamilyHouseCP. And also, if you wouldn't mind, the best way to continue to see these podcast episodes when they drop is to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform that you love to get your podcasts. And uh, if you wouldn't mind, rate and leave a review. It helps other people find this Message of the Week podcast. We hope you enjoy this week's message. Um, so glad to see you guys. Um, I am excited to be teaching this morning. Um, as you guys know, we have been in our DNA series, our study through Ephesians. So we've gone through, I mean, Ephesians has a lot in it. I'm not going to lie. I, I love Ephesians. I think it's great. Um, there is a lot in there, a lot of different things. Um, when Paul's talking to the church of Ephesus, um, about a lot of different things. And it's interesting because I, we made a joke last week. David was like, I didn't get to pick my topic because Abby picked her topic first or whatever. Um, but it's funny because the topic that he, the script piece of scripture that he taught on last week, I actually did like an, like exegesis paper on it for school. So I was like, this is actually going to be good because I get to dig a little bit deeper into my, my scripture today. And we are going to be in Ephesians 6. So if you guys want to turn your Bibles to Ephesians 6, um, we are going to be based in there. And even in that chapter alone, there's a lot in it. There's a lot of that it talks about. There's um, at the beginning of Ephesians 6, um, Paul's talking about the um, the relationship between children and parents and the relationship between bond servants and masters and um, how that relates to our relationship with the Lord. Um, but where we are going to be really sitting in is going to be starting at Ephesians 6.10, and we're going to be talking about the armor of God. And I love the armor of God. It's one of those like topics and like things in the Bible that gets me like super pumped up. So I'm really excited to be talking about it and be preaching, teaching in it, um, in this piece of scripture today. Um, to really get a grasp on what the armor of God is and what it means for us as children of God. So we're just going to actually, I'm going to pray first. That's a good idea. Um, Lord, I love you so much and I thank you for who you are. I thank you that you are good all the time and that you're mighty and that you're holy um, and you're worthy of everything that we have to give. And so, God, I just pray that my words would be an act of worship to you so today, Lord. I just pray that you would speak through me, God, that not only am I preaching, teaching to the people in the room, but, Lord, um, that my words would be honoring to you and that it would reflect goodness upon your name. Um, I love you so much, and I just pray that you would continue to be in this room with us and that you would sit with us and that you would guide our hearts and our minds um, to comprehend what, you're, what you are moving in and what you're teaching us right now. Father, I love you, and I thank you, and I praise your name. Amen. 
Okay, so we're in Ephesians 6, and we're going to start with reading Ephesians 6, 10 through 13. I'm reading out of the ESV. I'm going to flip-flop my translations here in a little bit, but for now, we are reading out of the ESV, um, or I am. Um, so we're picking up at verse 10. Uh, it says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. So, right out of the bat, Paul talks about the fact that we are called to be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. So, we're walking, we're called to walk in strength. That's what we're called to do. As children of God, he says, be strong in the Lord. And so the question is, how do we do that? How do we stand? How are we standing strong in the Lord? How do we pick up the strength of his might and walk in it every day? How do we stand strong in the Lord? So we're told right here in scripture that the way that we stand strong is through the armor that God gives us. So I'm going to be talking about how the armor... We're going to be kind of moving through a few little things, but right now I want to talk about the fact that the armor does two things. So one of the ways that we are recognized as the family of God is through the armor that we put on. So I was actually, as I was like prepping for my message and thinking about like, God, how do you want me to explain this? I was thinking, it's funny because I was thinking about like history class back to like uh, I guess it was what, like eighth grade for me, the first time that I had really learned U.S. history in my life. And um, I remember watching a video. I don't remember what it was, who did it, what the video was on, but it was talking about um, the Revolutionary War and how um, when the U.S. was trying to declare independence from Great Britain, you know, they would talk about how they're like, oh, the Redcoats are coming, the Redcoats are coming. They knew Great Britain by the uniform that they were wearing. And so I was thinking about that and I was like, God, like that's what your armor is for us. The, the suit that we put on, the uniform that we put on recognizes us as your soldiers in the Lord's army in your family. So think about that in your brain. <laughs> as we go through this, the armor of God, um, it helps us be recognized as children of God. So we belong to God and the strength in the Lord's army is recognized through the armor and it's how we stand firm in times of trial. Very, this is very basic like overview of what the armor does, but um, we're recognized through the armor and it's how we stand firm in times of trial. So I, I'm in counseling. I love counseling. I'm very open about being in therapy. And um, one of the things that my wonderful therapist has told me is that the way that we measure health is not whether or not we walk through hardship as a whole. It's not whether or not we have conflict in our lives or how, have things that we walk through. It's actually how we walk through it and the strength that we have coming out of it. 
So it's not, oh, I have hardship, I have trial, I have all these things that is like, oh, I'm healthy if I don't do that. It's actually, no, I have those things, I have hardship, and I walk through it and get through it stronger. And why I bring that up is because the armor of God allows us to walk through hardships and come out stronger. So the Lord, I mean, I've actually referenced this verse many, many times before in John, uh, John 16, I believe, or John, oh, I'm going to mess it up, the reference. I didn't write it down. Anyways, it's in John and talking about how take heart, I will take heart for I have overcome the world. You will, in this world, you will face trial, but take heart, I've overcome the world. We're promised that we will face hardship and we will face trial, but as we put on the armor, we can come through it stronger and we can come through it in a way that we stand firm and we put on the strength of the might of the Lord and standing firm in him. So, um, like I said before, that in terms of it reflecting on who we are in, in Christ, how we stand firm in trial reflects the goodness on the Father. So the, the armor, we have the armor, we put on the armor. I'll talk about that in a second. But we, the way that the armor reflects who we are, it reflects our father because our father is the head of our family, Father God. So it reflects the greatness of our father because we can stand firm in the trials that we have in, our, in this life. So the armor, it should be on the screen. So the one, one of the things that the armor does for us is that the armor reflects who we belong to. The uniform that we put on, we're soldiers. We walk in the, ar in the, uh, the army of God and the armor sets us apart. It's one of the things that the, uh, the armor of God does. So I'm gonna, we're gonna go back and reread verses 11 and 13. 11 through 13, sorry, excuse me. So it says in verse 11, it says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. So, <clears throat> excuse me. It says here, straight up, <laughs> We have the schemes of the devil, the rulers, authorities, the cosmic powers over this present darkness, and the spiritual forces of evil, and the evil day against us. Like I said, we're going to face hardship and we're going to face trial. It is clear that we are going to have all of these things against us. Paul's like, straight up, dude. Just so you know, like, the evil one's against you. The evil one is coming for you. And it is guaranteed. It's guaranteed that as a child of God, if you are walking with the Lord, declare his goodness in your life, declare him as savior, that the enemy has a target on your back. It's true. It's real. I don't want to sugarcoat it. And yet the Lord is good. <laughs> and the Lord is good. So we have the threat of the devil. And so we're constantly wrestling. We're constantly wrestling. And it's not just 
against flesh and blood, but it is against the cosmic powers of the evil one. I was actually, David's probably going to roll his eyes, but I was listening to, um, I, he calls him my pastor husband or my, anyway, there's a, he's a, um, Keenan Clark is a, um, well, he was a young adults pastor in San Angelo, but he is now moving to Nashville. Anyways, I was listening to, um, one of his podcast clips on his social media and he was talking about, um, what battles are spiritual battles. And he says, every single battle is a spiritual battle. If you are wrestling with something, it is a spiritual battle because we have the evil forces and the, the spiritual forces of the evil one against us at all times. It is, it is clear. So we are constantly, we're constantly wrestling. We have, we have the spirit and we have the, the enemy, the spirit of the, the evil forces coming and we're constantly going like this. Like it's constant tension. It's constant where our spirit against our flesh, against all the things are coming against each other and we're wrestling. So how do we stand against it? Scripture says that no weapon formed against us will prosper. But how? How, how is that a real thing if we know that we have a target on our backs? Like how is that possible? And I, I constantly ask myself these questions. And the answer is the armor. The armor that God has given us. So the armor protects us and gives us what we need. That's number two of things that the armor does for us. Is the armor protects us and gives us what we need to withstand the evil forces against us. So now that we have those things... I want to look at what the armor looks like. So we're going to jump to Ephesians 6, 14. And in verse 14, it says, Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness. And as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. And I'm actually going to extend it into verse 19 because I like it. And it says, And also for me, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel. So here we have seven articles of the armor. And we start with, Paul says, the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the shoes of the readiness of the gospel of peace, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit. And I even include this one because I think it's important. Prayer. So we have all of these things and Paul is like tying them to articles of clothing because it quite literally is the armor that we're putting on. So this is everything we need to fight the forces that are against us. The schemes of the devil, the rulers and authorities, the cosmic powers over, over darkness, the spiritual forces of evil and the evil day. 
one of the first times that I was introduced to the armor of God, which is funny because, I mean, I was in church for a long time, but it was in middle school and lovely, lovely friend, woman, her name is Linda Ayat, and I love her so much. Um, she came to me at one point when I was really experiencing some anxiety and she stood in front of me and she looked at me and she goes, Abby, I want you to visualize that scene in Wonder Woman, you know, when Wonder Woman comes down and she just has her shield and she's standing there and she's about to go into all the flaming bullets that are coming out at her. She's running and she's dodging all the things that are coming her way with her shield and her little arm things and her breastplate and all the things that she has on. She's like, that is what the armor is for you. The armor of God for you. You can be Wonder Woman and fight off all the things that are coming at you by putting on the armor of God. And ever since, I was obsessed with the armor of God. It's like, the armor, I love it. I'm going to put on the armor every single day. Like I said earlier, we're soldiers in the Lord's army. And I was thinking, I was prepping, and I was like, I'm in the Lord's army. The song, if you've ever heard it, is like my Sunday school, you know. Um, but we have these articles that we put on quite literally. I think about it. And I'm like, okay, the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, the shield of the spirit or the sword of the spirit, the shield of faith. These things that we have to pick up and we have to walk forward in because it protects us. It gives us what we need. And it also makes us recognizable as the family of God for others around us, which is important also. So now we know what the armor does, what it looks like. And I'm going to go back to what the command of what, what we're commanded to do as children of God. We're going back to verse 10 saying, finally be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might. The command is to be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might. And like I said, how do we do that? We put on the armor. I was really looking at this because I was like, okay, how do I, what do I want to really, what do I want everyone to know? Like, what do, Lord, like, what do you want everyone to know about your armor? Like, it can be so general. It can be so basic. Like, it's like, yeah, the armor of God. Yes, the armor of God, right? We're supposed to put it on God. I know, like, all these things, like, and then I'm invincible, right? Like, no. And the Lord showed me, I was studying scripture and the Lord showed me in verses 11, 12, and 13. We're going to read this. Y'all are going to know it so well because we're reading it like 400 times, but it's so important. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand it, withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. It says it two times in those three verses. Put on the whole armor of God. Whole. And the Lord highlighted that word to me, whole the whole armor. And I was like, Lord, okay, what? The definition of whole is all of or entire. 
And another definition, it says, in an unbroken or undamaged state, in one piece. Paul breaks down the armor into articles. But as we're commanded, we're commanded to put on the whole armor, one piece. So what does this mean for us? It means that we're supposed to put on every article of armor, of the armor, every single day. It means we put on the belt of truth. It means that we put on the breastplate of righteousness. It means that we put the shoes of the readiness of the gospel of peace. It means that we put on the shield of faith. We take up the shield of faith. It means that we put on our helmet of salvation. And we pick up our sword of the spirit. And we pray at all times in the spirit. There's not a day that we should just put on our breastplate of righteousness. Or put on our helmet of salvation without our breastplate. I'm not going to walk out the door to battle and be like, yeah, I'm just going to, I'll just need a helmet. It's fine. It's fine. Sometimes I feel like I do that. Oh, I'm saved. I got my helmet of salvation on. I'm good. I'm saved. We're good. Nothing can touch me now because I'm saved. I'm saved. Like we're commanded to put on the whole armor of God. What do we know about something that is broken or damaged? I want to go back to the definition of whole. It says something that is whole is in an unbroken or undamaged state. So what do we know about something that is broken or damaged? It doesn't work as it's intended to work. I think of it of doing a puzzle. Me and my coworker at the chiropractor's office, her name's Leslie, I love her, she's amazing. Um, but we talk about puzzles a lot because her and her husband like to do puzzles. And she was telling me about this puzzle that they were putting together the other day. And they had been working on this puzzle for like months. And she's like, oh my gosh, I need to finish this puzzle. And her and her husband get these puzzles from their neighbors. They like do this puzzle exchange every Christmas. It's kind of cute. Like they're, they're, they both bring their family's puzzles and then they switch and then they do each other's puzzles. And it's like so fun. But she was putting together, she was telling me and giving me updates on this puzzle. She's like, yeah, I'm almost done with this puzzle. And she comes into work the other day and she goes, Abby, I finished the puzzle. And I was like, awesome, Leslie, that's great. That's super awesome. And she's like, but guess what? And I was like, what? She goes, there's a piece missing. And I go, no way. I was like, you worked all these months on this puzzle and there's a piece missing. That's what happens when we put on only parts of the armor. It's like putting a whole puzzle together and then there's a piece missing. And it's like the picture is not complete. We have to put on every single piece. Because one thing is for sure that I can tell you confidently is that when you do not put on a piece of the armor, the enemy is going to shoot where you're vulnerable. He will every single time. If you forget your helmet of salvation, he's going to shoot for the head. If you forget to put on your shoes, readiness of the gospel of peace, he's going to step on your toes. (laughs) 
this is funny, I was gonna say, um, I'm still gonna say it because I think it's great and it's true. If you forget your belt of truth, he's gonna pull your pants down. He's gonna pants you right there in the battlefield. Like it's gonna happen. That's actually quite a connection. The Lord's putting so many things together for me right now, sorry. Um, he's going to shoot for the area that is not protected on you. There's a reason why it says we're to put on the whole armor. Because with, with a piece missing, with something that you're not putting on, he's coming after you in that spot. And I've experienced that myself. The Lord knows, or the enemy knows where I'm vulnerable. The enemy knows where I'm weak, what my soft spot is, where he can, you know, just wedge himself in there. Here's a lie. You forget your helmet? Are you really saved? You forget your shoes of peace? Your life's chaos. Never going to be at peace again. You forget the sword? How are you going to defend yourself? The sword is um, explained as the word of God. I'll get that, get into that a little bit more in a second. But we have all these things that the Lord's given us that are we're readily, it's readily available for us. And we have to be intentional about putting on every single piece of the armor. Because if not, we're vulnerable. And the first thought when I was writing these notes about why it's important to put on the whole armor and being vulnerable is I told the Lord, I was like, Lord, I'm tired of putting on all the armor. The armor is getting heavy. And I experience that on a regular basis where I'm like, why do I have to wake up every single day and feel every single thought that comes into my brain? Because the enemy, he comes and I'm like, Lord, it's not fair. It's not fair. Like, can't you just like protect me? Like, can't you just do it yourself? Like, can't you just... Like, can't you just? (laughs) But he's saying, put on the armor, Abby. By the way, my burden is light. The armor shouldn't be heavy. It's light. You actually lean on me and you actually do what I'm asking you to do. It's light. Because truly, the armor is not things that we do on our own. It's not things that we, it's not like, oh, this is my shirt, I bought this at Walmart. (laughs) Or I went and got my new shoes there from Target. No, it's not ours. We bought them from the shop of God, actually. And they're they're light. It's not some, like if you think of like a normal like, like suit of like armor, it's like heavy metal, right? I think of the armor of God as like this like light, you know, delicate thing, but it like protects you hard. I don't know if that's true. That's just my, this is what I think of. Because the Lord said, he says, like, you know, like, my yoke is light. My burden, like, if you're heavy laden, like, cast your things on me. He's, he promises that his, the things that he gives us is light because he carries all of it. And so it's okay to put on the armor. It's okay to walk forward and put it on because God's got you. And it's how we protect ourselves, but it's, ne- it's necessary. And 
We need all the parts to withstand the force of the enemy. And God created it that way for a reason. He created the armor as one piece for a reason. And I think sometimes we can, we say things that are like, God, I think that I'm good with just my shoes on today. Or like, I'm going to go run around barefoot. Or sometimes, Lord, like, you know, I don't need the belt. I don't need the helmet. I'm good. It reminds me of when Peyton and I were kids and Peyton's had like three concussions or something like that. I don't know. It's, it's a lot. But we would go ride our bikes as kids and, you know, we tell my mom like, no, it's fine. We don't need to wear our helmets. It's fine. Like, we're going to be good. Like, it's totally fine. Like, we'll be fine. We know how to ride bikes. We're not going to fall. We're not going to hit our head. And then one day, <laughs> one day, actually, I wasn't on a bike. I was on a scooter, but I like hit a bump and I completely face planted on the pavement. Like, it was terrible. Like, I hit a hole in the ground and I wasn't wearing my helmet. I wasn't. And I flew off my scooter and hit the pavement really hard. Luckily, I hit most of my shoulder. I had like a scab like this big. Not that any of you really care, but what would have happened if I would have hit my head without my helmet on? Concussed, brain damage, that's not good. <laughs> it's not. And so the Lord's like, I don't care if you don't think that you need it, you do. Because I know the one who's against you and he's gonna come after you every time. God created the armor as a whole for a reason. So we have to choose to put on the armor every single day. Every single day. I'm going to switch translations up on you, and this is not going to be good because I don't have it ready, actually. Um, I'm going to pop it up real fast. But we're going to be looking at Ephesians 6.13. I'm serious. Y'all are going to know these verses backwards and forwards by the time I'm done. Too far. I like this version a little bit better. Uh, just to understand the wording of what I'm trying to get at here. It says, Therefore put on the whole armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand. We have to do everything. We have to do everything we can. Paul's telling us we are to do all that we can. If we're not putting on certain articles of the armor, are we doing everything we can to withstand? No, we're not. We have to choose to do everything we can with what God has given us. Because he's made it readily available. This is where the practical side of this comes in. Is that God gives us everything. But he also gives us the ability to choose. And so I'm guilty of this myself. <laughs> My family could tell you. They're like, Abby, you got to choose for yourself to get better. God can give you everything. 
that you need. But if you don't choose to actually do it, if you don't choose to actually partake in what he's asking for you, if you're not choosing to put the armor on every day, no duh, the enemy is going to come after you. You have to do it. Like you have to actually walk in the armor. You have to actually put it on and do what, do what it's intended to do. Motion, walking, doing it. And so what does this look like? I talked about how one of the articles of the armor is the sword of the spirit. And it says, which is the word of God? What does that mean? You got your sword. Pick it up. Open it. Read it. There are so many things in this book. So many things that the Lord is calling us into. Ways that we can defend ourselves. I mean, seriously, the fact that like scripture itself is, is the defense. There are some times where I'm in my room and I'm like, I'm experiencing so much anxiety. Like I'm on edge. And it's like, it may not even be about what I'm anxious about, but I'm like, I know Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. It may not be about my, I might not be having anxiety about my future, but I know that scripture and I declare that over my, over my life. I said, I know that one. That one's in here. It's in my arsenal. I've got it. If you just even pray to scripture, like it's the word of God, it's holy. It brings so much power. So pick up the sword, read it, memorize it, put it in your brain so that when the time where the devil comes swinging, because he will, you've got it. You've got it right there. We talk about the shield of faith. What's our faith look like? What are we doing to strengthen our faith? Faith can be really hard, but God calls us into faith. It's like as we're strengthening our faith, then we're able to defend ourselves because then the enemy's like, you're not a child of God. Uh-huh. Yes, I am. I have faith that the Lord has come and saved me. Then it's our, literally right there, helmet of salvation. Our salvation gives us hope and faith. It's like, yeah, I'm saved because the Lord's called me his. Doesn't matter what the enemy says to you. Shoes, the readiness given by the gospel of peace. I'm ready, why? Because the, the Lord gives me peace. In chaos, when the enemy's trying to stir up, we were just, David and I just went to Red Rocks Austin last night and they're giving a whole sermon on chaos. And talking about how the enemy actually will stir up external chaos to get your mind off of what's going on in here to make you vulnerable and focus on what's out there. The Lord gives peace. So we can stand in peace during those times of chaos that the enemy is trying to, to rack up. And this isn't actually an article, but I said, I think it's important. Praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. 
praying? Are you talking to God? Are you asking Him? Are you listening to Him? Prayer is so powerful. Prayer gets me through my day. <laughs> Let me tell you, like, I'm always talking to the Lord. It doesn't matter. Like, I will literally be sitting, I'll just be like, yeah, Lord. Like, I'm just talking. Be like, who are you talking to? The Lord. <laughs> prayer, prayer puts you in immediate contact with God. He's asking us to put on the whole armor. Every article, every time. And we have to choose. We have to, we have to choose to put on our shoes. We have to choose to put our belts on. So the enemy doesn't pants us in the, in the war zone, you know? We are, we have been given everything that we need. It's readily available for us. And so, what are you going to choose to do? That's my question to you guys, is what are you going to choose to do with your armor? Are you going to let it sit in your closet and go out thinking you can do it all? Or are you going to put it on? Are you going to suit up? My encouragement is to choose to put on the armor. Put on every single piece. Because quite literally, God sent his one and only son to die for the armor to be readily available for us. Paul talks about it in Ephesians. And there's, I mean, there are things that the Lord calls, like, the, I'm not going to say the older church. I mean, sort of is. But reading in the Old Testament, they have things that they do that the Lord called them to do, to, you know, to be in right mind, right space with, with him. But, like, they didn't have the helmet of salvation then because Jesus hadn't come yet. the sword of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit living within us, the Word. Jesus died so that this can be readily available for us to put on and to walk in every day. So what are you going to choose to do? My, I often will be just, I got this God... I'm good. I got it. Don't worry. You don't have to worry about protecting me today. Wrong. So, so wrong. Put on the whole armor. It's ready. It's waiting for you. Every single piece. Jesus shed his blood for the armor and he broke his body for the armor, for us to walk here 
on earth, protected, and not even just protected, not even just on defense, but on offense. Like the sword, yeah, we can use the sword to defend ourselves, but we use the sword to fight. Like it's the sharp edge that, you know, can kill someone. And it's, it's the offense. It's how we take charge. So pick up the armor. Do it. It's so, it's so important to have it on and ready to go. Lord, you're so good. And you give us this armor to put on. And God, it shows, it shows us, it shows others who we are with you. The way that we walk in hardship with the armor reflects goodness on you. It reflects how you take care of us. And it reflects how other people can walk through hardship strong with you. Lord, it gives us the ability to stand against the evil one. And it's only by your blood and your body broken to get us there and to have it available for us. And so, Lord, I want to...